As a representative from Green Bay, the Republican representative from Green Bay, it pains me to ask this question, but I'm not sure who sucks at team sports more right now, the Packers or the House Republican Caucus. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Well, the folks reacting to our conversation about the salt, whether that could be impacted for Milwaukee and the Great Lakes shipping. Um, one of the texters uh, said we get it from Cleveland, another saying, yeah, from the Erie area, Ohio, Lake Erie. Right, my point being that if there's a disruption on the whole system, you it's know, going to be hard th- to move the system imp- yeah, around. Right. Right. Is this boat not in the right spot to pick up this? Correct. Sorry, right. ship. You know, they're called ships if they're... <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, interesting. And I, Something to pay attention to. The annual We Energy's Cookie Book comes out next week. Been around since 1928, and when you have a nearly century-old tradition, wow. kind of difficult to do something different, right, or move that forward in any way. But Eric... I was a part of history this week. Powder sugar's on the top. Yeah. This is a white chocolate chip melted on top. I bet you. Melted on top. So first ever great cookie book taste off. Various esteemed members of the media. Ooh. And me. And you. <laughs> as well as local law enforcement invited to sample three of the cookies featured in this year's book. It was a contest of sorts. You had different teams, and then you're supposed to try to... They, Gave you a list of ingredients. Which okay. five of these on the list are in this cookie? There was one. Which five of these are not in this cookie? How'd you do? Uh, we did not win, my team, but we were close. Who's on your team? So, along with um, another um, officer from Caledonia, I had Officer Daniel Barber of the Delafield Police Department. Now, he has a family recipe that's in the book this year. I submitted the holiday cranberry bars. Okay, tell me about it. Well, um, it's a family recipe that we've been cooking uh, usually around Thanksgiving every year. And uh, I figured this time I should submit it to the We Energy's cookbooks just to share it during this holiday season. Now, do you bake this cookie in your house or is that baked for you? I do bake it, actually. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I have new uh, young kids at home and we have gotten into a tradition of trying to bake cookies during the holiday year or holiday season. And all law enforcement officers I spoke with, you know, they were just honored that they would be featured in this year's book. So all the recipes coming from around Wisconsin, law enforcement, uh, first responders, EMTs, folks like that will have their recipes in the book. The book drops online November 1st, but we know thousands across the state will wait in line to get that that hard copy. They have distribution events all over, the biggest one a week from Saturday at American Family Field. I did talk with Amy Johns, friend of the program over at We Energies. Now, Amy, you'll recall last year, Eric, brought in she did, that's right. They to were this year's studio on yeah. Wisconsin's Morning News, several of the recipes that she baked so that we could sample and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talk about it with our with our folks who listen to the yeah, shows. Yeah. So I was a little bit concerned, you know, like, okay, well, you had this preview event. Like, is that it? Since I was here today for the taste-off, does this mean you're not going to come visit us with the cookies in the studio as as tradition has had it? You know, I do enjoy bringing you guys cookies down at the studio. Okay, so book it. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do. We'll bring you some delicious cookies. We'll test some more. So who's, look, right. who's looking out for the team here? Thank you for I this. I have my Appreciate samples. it. Right. Who's yeah. looking out for the team? So we'll have Amy in with us next week on November 1st, again, when the book drops. A link to distribution events, which start next week, is also up now at WTMJ.com. Or you can just text the word cookie, C-O-O-K-I-E, cookie, to the old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. I will send you the link.
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NBA season is officially back. The Bucks will get theirs underway on Thursday night with their newly extended MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, ready to lead the way. After signing his three-year extension on Monday, Giannis addressing the media post-practice on Tuesday for the first time since signing the dotted line. The Milwaukee Bucks organization, they've been there with me uh, since the beginning. They changed my life. They changed my family life. My kids were born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's what the passport says. My brothers went to school here. Kids are going to a private school. They've changed my life in, tremendously. I'm extremely happy. I know the in and outs of the city. The, the city shows me a lot of love. For that, I, I can't turn my back. You know, not now, not in the future. Not never. And I want to be committed. I want to give back to the city of Milwaukee. We won one championship, but I, I believe that we can win a second one. Bucks Sixers Best tip guy off tomorrow. Ever. Not even close. Best guy ever. Not even close. The hero we all <laughs> needed, didn't deserve, but we got. Love this guy. Bucks Sixers tipping off tomorrow night from Pfizer Forum. Over to baseball, where the World Series is officially set. Seawall, the one two. Swing and a high fly ball, right field. Playable for Carroll. Near the line, Carroll under it. He's got it, and that does it. The Arizona Diamondbacks are going to the World Series. The Cinderella run of the Arizona Diamondbacks continues. They're the National League champions, and they knock off the Phillies in seven. The final call heard on ESPN Radio as the 84-win Arizona Diamondbacks advance into the World Series after their Game 7 4-2 win over the Philadelphia Phillies. They will face off with the American League champs, the Texas Rangers. Every team now that has bounced the Brewers in the postseason since 1981 has gone on to oh, the World Series. For reals? Maybe the Brewers can play the Brewers next year. <laughs> That'll be guaranteed a spot. Solution game one of the World Series beginning in fri- on Friday in Texas. Over to football where the Green Bay Packers are days away from their Week 8 matchup against the Minnesota Vikings despite three straight losses. Head coach Matt LaFleur detailing what gives him hope around his team being able to turn things around. The thing that gives me a lot of hope is just knowing the response that I see from our team in the locker room, in the meeting rooms, on the practice field. These guys aren't afraid of a challenge, and right now we have a challenge. Going through some adversity, as long as you come out the other side of it, can be a, can be a positive thing if, if channeled and harnessed the right way and if you respond the right way. And so that's the expectation I have for our football team. The Packers will be out on the practice field later today with their first injury report of the week to follow shortly after. Coming up, we're going to dive into the latest nominee for Speaker of the House. That story next. I've got a blank space, baby. And I'll write your name. Could see another vote for House Speaker in Congress today. Could happen. Meanwhile, Republican caucus just can't get out of its own way as they failed once again to even get a nominee to the floor. Kind of. There may be success. Got to get through a lot here. Mr. Speaker. All right. I'm not sure that's fair, but... (laughs) Well, so far, it's three weeks. After five rounds of secret ballots on Tuesday, Republicans nominated yet another new candidate for speaker. Yesterday, it was Republican Congressman Tom Emmer of Minnesota, the influential majority whip who spent years raising money to elect other GOP members. He drew immediate support from moderates. However, 
There was one guy who was out on Emmer, and that was former President Donald Trump, who was in court listening to testimony against him by his former lawyer, but still got to social media. Emmer, no fan of Trump loyalists, voted to certify the 2020 election results for Joe Biden. Political reports, after Emmer withdrew, Trump was quoted saying, he's done, it's over, I killed him. Yeah, called him, <laughs> called him okay. and Rhino said, he's out. So Emmer had to pull out. Knowing that Trump was blowing him up, he knew that he would never get that support back. You can't certify the election, apparently, and be the House Speaker, according to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was asked about it. How much did Emmer's vote to certify the 2020 election have to do with the opposition against him? Well, it played a big role for me. Um, Okay. So here's what's crazy. Trump was... Wait, that wasn't? <laughs> Trump what went to Truth crazy? Social. Yeah, right. He was blowing Emmer up while he was in court, like during a recess, or someone else posted it on his behalf. He was in court at the time, so he derailed the speakership of the House while sitting in a courtroom on a civil fraud trial. And then once more, he had a rough day yesterday because Mark Meadows, his former chief of staff, flipped on him. Rolled. Rolled on him. He took a plea deal saying, oh, no, 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 man, we knew... We knew the 2020 election was legit and that it was the most secure election in American history. We actually knew that. That's what Mark Meadows told the grand jury. That that report came out yesterday. So back to the speakership. So who's it going to be now? The latest nominee for Speaker of the House is a guy named Mike Johnson. He's from Louisiana, another congressman there. So he is the guy. So apparently he also was pushing against the certification of the 2020 election. And he was asked about that last night. Okay. I guess you can't ask about that. That's, that's Virginia Fox. She's a congresswoman from Louisiana as well. Uh, they also asked him about Ukraine. You've asked your question. You asked your question. Go away. We're not doing policy tonight. Any other questions? Okay. Go away. Yeah. So So you only get one question at this news conference? So here's the other big question. (laughs) And she used it on one that wasn't to be answered. (laughs) Yeah, go away on that. All right, so what about this? Does he even have the votes to get to the floor today? 128 people voted for Johnson in the secret ballot. 44 Republicans voted for others, including Kevin McCarthy, and other Republicans weren't even there. So if they go to the floor today, why would this be any different than what we've already seen? That is the question. We'll end it here. Congressman Mike Gallagher from the Green Bay area was asked about all of this. As a representative from Green Bay, the Republican representative from Green Bay, it pains me to ask this question, but I'm not sure who sucks at team sports more right now, the Packers or the House Republican Caucus. (laughs) (laughs) An unfortunate question. Was that his one question that he got? (laughs) Yeah, and then everyone shouted him down. Who's going? Packers and Vikings Sunday. The Bucks tip off the new season tomorrow at Pfizer Forum. Brandon Snide looks ahead in sports at 745. Not feeling good? Got a little pain? Always. Pop, (laughs) (laughs) Pop on some music. Researchers say listening to some of your favorite music can decrease pain. Favorite songs can help reduce pain intensity and unpleasantness, according to Canadian researchers. Study participants received moderately painful stimuli on their arm. Those listening to music they liked rated the pain lower than those who heard unfamiliar, relaxing tracks. 
Also, music with moving or bittersweet themes help to dampen pain perception. So when you talk pain, we're talking like actual physical pain. One study supported music's beneficial effects on pain perception. Research carried out on patients with burns who, when music was playing during the routine wound care, experienced less pain compared with the patient control group. I buy that. I mean, like, psychologically, doesn't that release some... Don't you get a little dopamine yeah. release if you're a feel-good If not, at chemical? least you're distracted a little right. bit, right? When you like hear your favorite you like. song come on, you're yeah. like, boom. Get a little pop of something. Don't hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, Temple of the Dog. Put together a, pain, a pain-free playlist. See? Oh, yeah. See? Think about that next time you're complaining about your shoulders or your knees or your is the counter effect also possible can you play horrible music and just feel worse they do say that that like the counter effect will play something that won't make you feel good per se so yes okay like when someone other than pancake produces the show (laughs) (laughs) the music is not what we need 738 on wisconsin's morning news news is sponsored by annex wealth management's money talker saturdays at 10 right here on wtmj Seven forty-two, Wisconsin's morning news. Cool thing on this. So, FaceTiming with my daughter, who's in college now, freshman, okay. you know, and getting used to her not being around and her living a whole separate mm-hmm. life now. Mm-hmm. But so, in the yeah. background of the FaceTime, there's a poster up in the dorm dorm room. Sublime. There you, you know, go. The classic one with the big old back tat. Very right? nice. And I'm like, hey, and I had. I guess I'm not really in tune with what she listens to. I didn't or doesn't she likes Sublime? Well, that's what I that. said. I'm like, hey. Who's posters? Like, oh, it's my roommate, whatever. I'm like, you need to get into that. <laughs> yeah, some good stuff. So man. hang out with her and let's listen all the way through. Life, Life is too short, short, so love the one you got. Cause you might. All right. Um, <laughs> last chance, last call here to get in on the uh, shower contest with Sidex. This is the Sidex creepiest shower contest. Take a picture of your bathtub or shower space that badly needs updating and upload it to the website, WTMJ.com. Listen live on the web. Get entered to win in the $10,000 shower or tub upgrade and remodel from Sidex. We'll make it easy for you. Text the word Sidex to the old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. You upload that picture, show us your creepy or just outdated shower space. Submissions open only until Friday. So get entered to win and finally fix up that bathroom. $10,000 remodel. That's what's go. on the line. Somebody's going to awesome. win that. And they're going to do a great job. It's the Sidex Remodel Contest. you got until Friday to do it. You can do it .com, too. That's the way I do it. .com. I'm .coming right now. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning just 84 games this season and bouncing the Brewers in this postseason, the Arizona Diamondbacks are moving on to the World Series. Seawall, the 1-2. Swing and a high fly ball, right field. Playable for Carroll near the line. Carroll under it. He's got it, and that does it. The Arizona Diamondbacks are going to the World Series. The Cinderella run of the Arizona Diamondbacks continues. They're the National League champions, and they knock off the Phillies in seven. The call on ESPN Radio as the D-backs beat the Phillies 4-2 to move on to the World Series while they'll face off with the Texas Rangers. Every team that has bounced the Brewers now in the postseason has now gone on to play in the World Series. The reverse curse is alive and well. Like, All the impossible. way back to 1981. That's impossible. What what happened? What we talked about the injury curse. This has got to be something. 
But doesn't this give you some hope? No, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> what hope? Why would this give us any hope? Well, because no one picked the D-backs to go. They're a scrappy bunch. The Brewers can be scrappy. It, no, I don't have it. There's nothing there. I appreciate the uh, the optimism from you, but I, I don't ha- I don't feel any hope. Uh, game one of the World Series is scheduled for Friday night in Arlington. The Milwaukee Bucks are just one day away from the start of their season. On Tuesday, Bucks MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo spoke for the first time since signing his new extension and says it was the first time he didn't even look at the numbers on the contract. I'm excited I can be here until, what you said, 2026, 27, 26, 27. It was the first time in my in my uh, NBA career that I didn't know the number of my contract. I just signed it because I wanted to be here. You ever have that problem? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, whatever. Right. Three years, four years. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. $62 million a year? Yeah, that works. I'm going to play you an extended cut of uh, the comments from Giannis yesterday. It's about two minutes, but it's like it's riveting, and it makes you feel good. And we'll do that at uh, 8.10 this morning. Absolutely. The Buck 76ers from Pfizer form set for tomorrow night. And lastly, the alleged sign-stealing scandal in Michigan takes another turn this week. Sources telling ESPN that the suspended analyst, Connor Stallions, bought tickets for games at four schools outside of the Big Ten that were either in the college football playoff contention or playing contenders. ESPN's Pete Thamel speaking on the investigation by the NCAA. Well, if there's one thing we've learned about NCAA investigations, the only certainty is they will operate slowly. I will say that the way the Big Ten has messaged this and the way the NCAA is acting with this, it does seem to me that they have a decent amount of evidence. I think it's unrealistic considering the history of NCAA investigations to think anything could significantly impact this current Michigan season. The Big Ten officials declined to comment any further on the investigation. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. You're on the same team. Communicate. Let these guys know so that we all understand, hey, we don't have him. We better have alternative opportunities and figure out a game plan. Innovative. You have to have a little bit of Vinny, a little bit of Eric, and mix it all together. And it makes yourself, what is it in that, uh, Bruce Almighty? It makes yourself a heck of a cookie. And if you don't, you just got a bunch of nuts. And Packers Hall of Famer. And that just made the open. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Tausch, I don't know how closely you've been following the uh, contact, full contact sport that is U.S. politics, but you got this mess in the House of Representatives where the Republican caucus can't seem to elect a speaker. It's been about three weeks. This enters the arena of sports because you have a congressman from the Green Bay area, Mike Gallagher, Offering this perspective. So getting a little frustrated yesterday, he walked out of the closed door session and had this to say when he was asked about it by reporters. As a representative from Green Bay, the Republican representative from Green Bay, it pains me to ask this question, but I'm not sure who sucks at team sports more right now, the Packers or the House Republican Congress. <laughs> Zing, pow. Wow. Yikes. Aye. Yeah, I, I think... Um, a couple of things. Obviously, politics and sports—they get—they're uh, completely different. But the aspect of teamwork and the idea. This is the, the part from a sports fan standpoint that Green Bay is now being used as the butt of jokes uh, from the Green Bay Congressperson. That tells you where we're sitting compared to where we've been in the past. But I—I I do think one of the things, uh, especially on like election night and everything else. It, I don't think we should be scoreboarding it. 
like we do and have uh, the dude, I don't know what the guy's name is, he's like always, he's kind of got that crazy zany, oh, and if this happens here, uh, uh, this could swing this, and it, this isn't we're going to get a first down. Like this is, uh, this is pretty much, yeah, votes are here, this is what it is. That's Khaki and when Pants you start guy, right? Make, NBC, Khaki Pants guy, Cornette. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what his name is, but then they bring him on game, uh, the NBC broadcast yeah, and they're him. breaking down things. Uh, politics is obviously really important, and it shapes the way our society runs and everything else. And sports is important as well. I feel like sometimes when you try – sports is – there's winners and losers. Po- politically, we have too much of that instead of working together, trying to figure out how everybody can win. Sports isn't like that. Sports, I'm trying to gut the Bears. Uh, politics, it shouldn't be as I'm going to gut you. It should be how can we both win? And that's the problem that I have with uh, trying to equate political stuff with sports because this shouldn't be about, well, let's gut these guys to beat this. That's not how this whole thing is supposed to work. And unfortunately, as we're seeing the last, really the last, I don't know how many years you want to go, that's what we're doing, and that's why we have all this discord. That's fascinating, the uh, the parallels the and the contrasts, because there are some parallels where there sometimes are. you defend you defend your team at all costs, no matter what, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, one of the differences is you're allowed to blow up your team in sports. You'll complain about the coach. Coaches suck. This player sucks. <laughs> right. But you don't see that in politics. It's, no, the whole team is great. Oh, the team is awesome. My team's better than your team. They're, they don't necessarily well, attack yeah. their own when it's uh, politics well, versus... You, you s- you see it now. I think well, one of the <laughs> issues is you can replace people and you can you can do all that. But, the, the, again, the issue is you can't have any nuanced thought. Everything has to be winning and losing. And that's where I think the sportification of politics is really stupid because it shouldn't just be we're going to rub it in, we're going to go and win by 70. Well, at some point, you still have a monster part of the population that doesn't feel the same way as you. How do we find some common ground? Sports, I'm not interested in finding common ground with the Bears. I want to throttle them. And in politics, we have now gotten to the point where we just want to throttle people. We want to make them look like idiots, and then we want to bury them. Well, there's, that's, I don't think that's good for anybody. You just created, Maybe I'm wrong. Did you just create a term, the sportification of politics? Because it's brilliant. And it's it's exactly happening. And it shouldn't be. And I think part of the deal, politics, uh, the show PTI, obviously it's been a huge hit on ESPN for years, 22 years. What's happened is instead of people just reporting news and not throwing all of their own thoughts in on it, everything has become opinionated. Everything has become one side or the other. And it's polarized people to the point where you can't even stand anybody if they have anything that they view differently. And the sportification of politics, and it's been going on for a while, but I'm going to blame PTI. I think PTI has turned all these cable networks into turning it into everything is winning and losing, where instead of just let's have a nuanced debate and let's figure out, hey, we have some common ground, let's figure this out, and we'll move forward. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. Dang, run all that by Wildy today. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, we argue enough the way it is. I don't need to bring politics into a debate with Wildy because I have a hunch we'd be having some differing opinions on some things. Man, I love that take. Thanks, Tausch. We'll talk tomorrow. You bet, guys.